I am he. Great to be with you again today, folks. Hope you're having a wonderful day. This is still the day the Lord has made. We will be glad and rejoice in it. Uh, I don't care what the news says. And, and frankly, when I say that, folks, it's not academic because I, <laughs> I filled up my tank today. And the gas, where I got my gas, and I don't know how this reflects that. Like I said, I have a truck, so I have to put hydrants in it. But that gas cost me $4.70 cents a gallon, $4.75 a gallon, but I don't need to be concerned because after all, it's all Putin's fault, right? I mean, yeah, Putin's responsible. So the American credit doesn't have to do anything. Our government doesn't have to do anything. They don't have to try to create energy independence because there's nothing they can do. Yeah, well, I keep singing that song, and I trust the American people are going to keep waking up. Um, by the way, Stay tuned, tell a friend, tell a neighbor, call somebody, tell them if they're not listening today to be sure to listen or to go to our website afterwards and be sure to listen to this program as on our archives uh, as a podcast because we're going to have Dr. Pierre Corey on the program. And Dr. Pierre Corey is uh, a founding member of uh, his organization, The Frontier the front lines uh, organization for physicians who have offered an alternative view of COVID. He's led ICUs in multiple COVID-19 hotspots through this pandemic, uh, having led his old ICU in New York City, as a matter of fact, during the initial surge uh, on the back in, in May, and, and, uh, and then traveled to other hotspots because of his expertise. We're going to be exploring this stuff with him. And by the way, before COVID, you know, he was in chief of the critical care service and medical director of the Trauma and Life Support Center at the University of Wisconsin and is considered a pioneer uh, in the use of uh, ultrasound uh, by physicians and diagnosis and treatment of critically ill patients. Very, very important uh, in COVID treatment because many of these patients become critically ill and then the question is, what do you do? And apparently, uh, the CDC and some of these hear from Dr. Pierre Coy. I've been wanting to have him on for quite some time, and so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, so be sure to stay tuned. I'm going to keep him on for a couple segments because I want you to have an opportunity to ask him questions because while Ukraine has completely consumed almost all the news, in the meantime, the persecution around COVID continues, and we want to get actual scientific truth, data, about whether anything that we're seeing and hearing now makes any sense at all. So, so be sure to stay tuned for that. Uh, look, I happened to um, be at the dentist's office this morning and uh, the dental technician who was working on me um, asked me what I do and I told her, among other things, I'm a radio talk show host on American Family Radio. Oh, what do you, what do you talk about? I said, well, it's a Christian uh, radio network. She was not familiar with it, so I gave all the information. I, I trust uh, tune in, uh, but I told her what I do, and she literally lit up, folks. Oh, that is so good to hear, because I just get to be lied to, and you just don't know where to get good information, and, and she began to talk to me about the stuff that's going on in our country, and how it's affecting her, and how she doesn't seem to see this, she's a Christian woman, see this going anywhere good, or something doesn't happen, 
Uh, so it just reminded me of how important what this network does is to people. So we, I think we just got a new, a new listener um, because she said she was hungry for information about what's going on that's, that's not skewed and it's not, that's not an attempt to, to lie and hide and cover things up and keep the American people ignorant and manipulate us and try to get us to do certain things because it's what they want. Because let's face it, folks, that's, COVID has just been really one long manipulation. I, I'm serious. That's what it's been. It's been one long manipulation. It is a real disease. I don't doubt that. But from the, the, the inception, where it came from. Oh, no, that didn't come from the Wuhan laboratory. Anybody who says that is conspiracy theorist. What, what would you bring a thing like that up for? Well, that's crazy. Oh, you're a racist. That's what it is. You're, you're a racist against the Chinese people. That's what it is. From that moment, right on through to today, you've got to wear a mask. You've got to stay six feet apart. You've got to get this vaccine because it will stop you from getting the disease and stop you from transmitting the disease. Uh, well, no, we, we never said that. I've never heard an apology. I've never heard it. You know, sorry about that, folks. We gave you the best information. We, how could you give us the best information for vaccines that take years to develop? And you develop this thing overnight without any kind of testing for its long-term impact on people at all because you don't have time to do it. So all these promises, which could not possibly have been borne out by any kind of real scientific research and experimentation, because the truth has now shown itself, which is it doesn't stop you from getting COVID and it doesn't stop you from spreading COVID and it doesn't even guarantee that you won't get a serious case of COVID after you've had it. And you gotta get a first booster and you gotta get a second booster and you gotta get a third booster and you gotta get a fourth booster and you may have to get boosters for the rest of your life. I mean, you weren't told any of that. Because they basically lied from the very beginning to shove this thing don't take ivermectin. That's, that's horse medicine. Hydroxychloroquine? Oh, that'll kill you. That'll kill you. My wife said that she was just talking to a veteran um, in, I think, in Vietnam. Don't hold me to that, but I'm pretty sure they were served in Vietnam. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was. Said so they were given my just fine. Didn't kill a single person. But oh, no, 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 we can't. No, oh, no, 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 no. Who's telling? That, those, those, see, because it's in the government and because they want power and more control and more manipulation and they're basically trying to herd the American people like a bunch of, of lemons exactly where they want us to go. And that's where all this, the, the, the censorship is coming from and all the, you know, they said, yeah, because I just noticed tell the truth or they, 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 they shut them down I said well then I guess I guess I'm one of those people because I've been shut off from Twitter I'm now suspended from YouTube so I guess I'm in that club but because they don't they don't want the American people to know the truth because if, if you know the truth
truth, then you get to make your own rational decisions as opposed to being ordered what to do, justification being, they're giving you the facts, these are the facts, you have to do this. What are you trying to do, kill people? I mean, I mean Chris Wallace with his, with his closet leftist self, and you know, he hid that for a long time when Fox was more conservative, but with his little leftist self, the D mask, because he didn't say D. Where's the D mask? What are you trying to do, kill me? I mean, th this stuff. And now we find out that these masks don't do anything. Give me a break. You know, so I think she represents a lot of the American people who are just tired of being lied to, tired of being manipulated, and want the truth. And folks, this network is where you're going to get it. Stand by.
My guest is one of the founding members of the Frontline COVID-19 Critical Care Alliance, and we are honored to have Dr. Pierre Corey on. Dr. Corey, thank you so much for joining us. So look, um, I, I wanted to have you on. The, the news is completely consumed by Ukraine, but in the meantime, behind the scenes, we're continuing to see these draconian rules pushed on everybody. The mandates continue. There are a few states that have lifted them, but, but they're still continuing in many, many ways. The masks are continuing. All these protocols that were developed are continuing, and there's still no encouragement for any kind of therapeutic treatment. Um, it, it, based on your kind of inside uh, the, 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 the circumstance awareness of what is going on, are we looking at any point at the science really kind of coming to the fore and seeing all of the politics of this stuff kind of take the, the back seat so that Americans can be free to make wise decisions and follow the advice of people like you and others who are offering them alternatives to, to the, you gotta get the vaccine, you gotta get the booster five times. What about the therapeutics? You said there is treatment. How did we end up on a track in which absolutely no treatment available? All the treatments that, I mean, the ones we were hearing about, all debunked, it's horrible, they're deadly, they'll kill you, it's horse medicine, all the stuff that we heard. How did we end up on that track and depend only on a vaccine that was promised to be the panacea?
this whole event, this, this COVID-19 occurrence has made me rethink uh, how I relate to the medical field and probably a lot of people. Where do, where do people find doctors, Dr. Corey, who, who will think for themselves? How do, they, how do they locate those doctors who won't just kind of go along with, I mean, you said the journals, but that indicates that there's a vast bureaucracy out there that is kind of dictating what is and is not acceptable based on interests that may not be best for the patient. Well, how do we find doctors who are gonna look out for us? And I think I think millions of Americans at this point want it because you know they feel duped when 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 people have to fight with the doctor in the hospital when a loved one is dying I mean dying and the patient uh, the, and, and the and the family wants to try ivermectin or wants to try something else and they say no absolutely not and then you think well the person's dying why would you say no to that but so I think a lot of people are feeling that way right now. Uh,
kind of take a break here. I want, I want to, folks, I want to get you uh, in so you can ask some questions of Dr. Corey. The number is 888-589-8840. When we bring these experts on, uh, particularly these frontline doctors, we know that you all crave information, good, strong information, solid information, truthful information, and we want to give you an opportunity to ask them a question or two. Let me ask you, though, just before we go to the break, is the CDC, the NIH, and what is it, uh, AI, whatever it is, the NIH, are, 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 they, are they wholly owned by the pharmaceutical company? Why are they behaving this way? Stand by. Stand by, doctor. We'll be right back.
Dr. Pierre Corey is a, a founding member of the Frontline COVID-19 Critical Care Alliance and a critical care expert, um, is the former chief of critical care services, medical director of the Trauma and Life Support Center at the University of Wisconsin. All right, Dr. Corey, before I start taking questions, and we got many of them, uh, finish up your comments. You're, you're right, we study industries capturing their regulatory agencies and that's what apparently we've got with the CDC and the whole healthcare apparatus of our federal government. You there, sir? Oh, okay, but so that that's. Folks, we've only got a few minutes, but we want to make the most of it, ask you to keep your questions as brief as possible so he can answer and we'll get to as many of you as we can because the lines are full. So let's go to the first question. This is Lisa in Tennessee. Lisa, welcome. Thank you for the call. Let's take another question. Let's go to Dana in Kansas. Dana, welcome.
God is Danny. Thank you. Okay, let's take another question. Let's go to Deborah in Florida. Deborah, welcome. Thank you, Okay, we've got time to get one more in before we have to let the good doctor go. This is Brad from Arkansas. Thanks, Brad.
listen, Dr. Corey, we got to take a break. I hate to put you on the spot because I know you probably have to run, but would you like to stay over? Are you able to? Okay, I'd love to have you. Folks, we're going to take some more questions when we come back. Stand by. Well, folks, uh, I want to thank Dr. Pierre Corey. I didn't ask him to stay over for this third segment, but he's been kind enough to do that. So let's really make the most of it. The number is 888-589-8840. Going to come right to your questions. Dr. Corey, let me just ask you one other sort of related question. I, I also read in Robert Kennedy's book on uh, the real Anthony Fauci that the amount of money that the uh, National Institutes for Allergy and Infectious Diseases, NIH, 
the grant money that they give out for research and, and, and this kind of thing allows them to ex exert a great deal of control over people for threat that if you don't toe the line, the research money won't be forthcoming. Is there anything to that? That is, that, is, that is sad, sad for, for our country and sad for the American people. Okay, let's get back to these calls. Let's go to Frank in Mississippi. Frank, welcome. Frank, thank you so much for the call. Let's go to Mike in Texas. Mike, welcome. What is... All right, Mike, thank you for the call. Uh, the number is 888-589-8840. I, I think I read something that said they're using very, very old um, fetal material in, these, in some of these vaccines, but, but I, I, that's, that's as much information as I've been able to find on it. Let's go to Alex in Virginia. Alex, welcome. Yes, we can hear you.
So when we hear, as we heard the mantra for, as this thing first began to unfold, follow the science, follow the science, and anybody who raised any questions was not following the science. You yourself, as a scientist, have come to the conclusion, I guess, that it really was never about following science, was it? Okay, well, let's go to Brad in Texas. Brad, welcome. Brad, you on? We've got a few minutes left. Yes, go right ahead. Now, does it give you information if people are looking for doctors that they feel they can trust? Uh, maybe affiliated with your network. Is, is that would that information also be on the website? Okay, let's go to Frankie in North Carolina. Frankie, welcome. Frankie, you are on. 
Thank you, Frankie. You're right. Yeah, my son came down with COVID and pneumonia here recently, and uh, I'd probably the best advice for him would be to contact uh, frontline doctors and, and try to find a physician who will, will bring to bear all the possible protocols for helping him get better. Um, look, Doc, before you go, because we're, we're out, pretty much out of time, but before you go, what are you hoping comes out of this? What, what, how would you like to see the medical profession look post-COVID as we look back on some of the mistakes made and, and, and some of the horrible decisions that were made and, and frankly, the loss of life. What, how would you like to see things change? Well, I can't thank you enough. Dr. Pierre Corey of FLCCC, Frontline COVID-19 Critical Care Alliance. Thank you, sir. Keep up the good work, and please feel free to come back anytime to something you'd like our audience to know. All right. Well, folks, that's going to do it. I, I hope that you all really got something out of that. He is the, the head of Frontline, or FLCC, to, to keep it short. He's the head of that organization and, and has really been a hero in helping save lives through this COVID pandemic. And God bless him for it. Okay, that's going to do it for today. And remember, folks, we cannot be defeated if we will not quit because we are on God's side. All right, Randy, thanks so much. God bless. Well, I've got to jump on an airplane to go to uh, Nashville, Tennessee to speak at the um, National Religious Broadcasters um, Convention. I'll be speaking tomorrow night at their banquet. So any of you going, I'll see you there. In the meantime, God bless you. I'll be back with you. I will be broadcasting from the uh, National Religious Broadcasters tomorrow. So I will be there. So I, I, I will be talking to you then. <laughs> so until tomorrow. God bless everybody.